0: Section 13. Of The Haunted Hour. An Anthology by Margaret Whitmer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stefan cheerful spirits part four mary's ghost by thomas hood a pathetic ballad twas in the middle of the night to sleep young william tried when mary's ghost came stealing in and stood at his bedside o oh, william dear Oh, William, dear, my rest eternal ceases. Alas, my everlasting peace is broken into pieces. I thought the last of all my cares would end with my last minute, but though I went to my long home, I didn't stay long in it. The body-snatchers, they have come and made a snatch at me, it's very hard. Them kind of men won't let a body be. You thought that I was buried deep, quite decent-like and cherry, but from her grave in Mary Bone they've come and boned your Mary. The arm that used to take your arm is took to Dr. Vice and both my legs are gone to walk, the hospital at Guy's. I vowed that you should have my hand, but fate gives us denial. You'll find it there, at Dr. Bell's, in spirits and a file. As for my feet, the little feet you used to find so pretty, there's one, I know, and Bedford Row, the t'others in the city, I can't tell where my head has gone, but Doctor. Carp, you can, as for my trunk, it's all packed up to go by Pickford's van. I wish you'd go to Mr. P and save me such a ride. I don't half like the outside place they've took for my inside. THE COCK, IT CROWS, I MUST BE GONE, MY WILLIAM, WE MUST PART, BUT I'LL BE YOURS IN DEATH, ALTHOUGH, SIR ASTLEY HAS MY HEART. DON'T GO TO WEEP UPON MY GRAVE, AND THINK THAT THERE I BE, THEY HAVEN'T LEFT AN ATOM THERE OF MY ANATOMY. the superstitious ghost by arthur gorderman i'm such a quiet little ghost demure and inoffensive the other spirits say i'm most absurdly apprehensive through all the merry hours of night i'm uniformly cheerful i love the dark but in the light I own, I'm rather fearful. Each dawn, I cower down in bed, In every brightness seen, That weird, uncanny form of dread, An awful human being. Of course I'm told they can't exist, That nature would not let them, But Willie Spook, the humanist, declares that he has met them. He says they do not glide like us, but walk in eerie paces. They're solid, not diaphanous, with arms and legs and faces. And some are beggars, some are kings, some have and some are wanting. They squander time in doing things, instead of simply haunting. They talk of art, the horrid crew, and things they call ambitions. Oh, yes, I know as well as you, they're only superstitions. But should the dreadful day arrive when, starting up, I see one, I'm sure it will scare me quite alive, and then... Oh, then I'll be one. Dave Lilly by Joyce Kilmer There's a brook on the side of Greylock that used to be full of trout. But there's nothing there now but minnows. They say it is all fished out. I fished there many a summer day some twenty years ago and I never quit without getting a mess of a dozen or so. There was a man, Dave Lilly, who lived on the North Adams Road, and he spent all his time fishing while his neighbors reaped and sowed. He was the luckiest fisherman in the Berkshire Hills, I think. And when he didn't go fishing, he'd sit in the tavern and drink. Well, Dave is dead and buried, and nobody cares very much. They have no use in Greylock for drunkards and loafers and such. But I always liked Dave Lilly. He was pleasant as you could wish. He was shiftless and good for nothing, but he certainly could fish. The other night I was walking up the hill from Williamstown, and I came to the brook I mentioned, and I stopped on the bridge and sat down. I looked at the blackened water WITH ITS LITTLE flecks OF WHITE, AND I HEARD IT RIPPLE AND WHISPER IN THE STILL OF THE SUMMER NIGHT. AND AFTER I'D BEEN THERE A MINUTE, IT SEEMED TO ME I COULD FEEL THE PRESENCE OF SOMEONE NEAR ME, AND I HEARD THE HUM OF A REEL, AND THE WATER WAS CHURNED AND BROKEN, AND SOMETHING WAS BROUGHT TO LAND BY A TWIST AND A FLIRT OF A SHADOWY ROD IN A DEFT AND SHADOWY HAND. I SCRAMBLED DOWN TO THE brookside AND HUNTED ALL ABOUT. THERE WASN'T A SIGN OF A FISHERMAN. THERE WASN'T A SIGN OF A TROUT. BUT I HEARD SOMEBODY CHUCKLE BEHIND THE HOLLOW OAK. And I got a whiff of tobacco, Like Lily used to smoke. It's fifteen years, they tell me, Since anyone fished that brook, And there's nothing in it but minnows That nibble the bait off your hook. But before the sun has risen, And after the moon has set, I know that it's full of ghostly trout, for Lily's ghost to get. I guess I'll go to the tavern And get a bottle of rye And leave it down by the hollow oak Where Lily's ghost went by. I meant to go up on the hillside And try to find his grave And put some flowers on it. But this will be better for Dave martin by joyce kilmer when i am tired of earnest men intense and keen and sharp and clever pursuing fame with brush or pen or counting metal discs forever then from the halls of shadowland, beyond the trackless purple sea old martin's ghost comes back to stand beside my desk and talk to me. Still, on his delicate pale face, a quizzical thin smile is showing. His cheeks are wrinkled like fine lace. His kind blue eyes are gay and glowing. He wears a brilliant-hued cravat. A suit to match his soft gray hair, a rakish stick, a knowing hat, a manner blithe and debonair. How good that he who always knew that being lovely was a duty should have gold halls to wander through, and should himself inhabit beauty. HOW LIKE HIS OLD UNSELFISH WAY TO LEAVE THOSE HALLS OF SPLENDID MIRTH AND COMFORT THOSE CONDEMNED TO STAY UPON THE DULL AND SOMBER EARTH. SOME PEOPLE ASK WHAT CRUEL CHANCE MADE MARTIN'S LIFE SO SAD A STORY. MARTIN? WHY, HE EXHALED ROMANCE and wore an overcoat of glory, a fleck of sunlight in the street, a horse, a book, a girl who smiled. Such visions made each moment sweet for this receptive ancient child. Because it was old Martin's lot to be, not make, a decoration, shall we then scorn him having not his genius of appreciation? Rich joy and love he got and gave, his heart was merry as his dress. Pile laurel wreaths upon his grave, who did not gain, but was success. End of Section 13